You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Welcome, everyone. I am Johnny Christ, and this is Drinks with Johnny. Thank you so much for checking out the podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed the Halloween weekend. I know I did. Halloween is a beautiful, beautiful time around my house. Uh, it looked a little different this year, but you still got to uh, celebrate it, and I hope you guys did, too. Last week, we had our Halloween special with Doug Bradley, who played Pinhead in the Hellraiser franchise. We're going to keep that going just a little bit with Annette Mahendrum. Now, Annette is now starring in the new Walking Dead World Beyond series. Great show. You guys got to check that out. That's on A&E every Sunday night. Uh, and you got to check that out. It's it, it's a, it's great. It's a new way of looking at uh, the zombie world and everything that they're doing over there. Very great show. We get into all that. We get into her, uh, her husband, Louis Gibson, who is obviously... Mel Gibson's son. We get a little bit into briefly with that. Um, we had an absolutely blast time. We made a drink together, which was came out fantastic. Um, hope you guys enjoyed that recipe as well. I mean, just in general, had an absolute blast talking to Annette. I don't want to get too far into that and just let you guys hear it, but I do have to tell you guys, head over to drinkswithjohnny.com. We just yesterday launched a whole new line of, of merchandise for you guys to show your support and represent this show that I'm having so much fun with. Uh, you know, I got I got some crew over here that we're uh, trying to pay for a little bit. <laughs> but, you know, in all honesty, I just hope that you guys enjoy the, the merchandise options that we've put out there. I'm having a blast doing this show. I'm having a blast putting out new items for you guys. Hope you guys are enjoying it. Really appreciate you listening. Really appreciate everything. Make sure you subscribe, follow, all the, all the shit I always talk about every single fucking week. Um, but I am absolutely having a blast with this. I'm getting to talk to people like Annette Mahendru, who was also on the show The Americans, uh, which was an incredible show as well. We get into that. Her time with the Gramblings. I mean, she was just an awesome person. We, we have uh, children the same age. We're probably going to start hanging out a little bit more. So I'm, I'm getting to uh, have new friends through this show. So I appreciate you guys very much for allowing me to do this. And uh, I guess that's it for now. Without further ado, I bring you actress Annette Mahendra. What's up, everybody? I'm Johnny Christ, and this is Drinks with Johnny. Thank you so much for checking out the show. As a reminder, this is a podcast as well. You might be watching this on YouTube right now or listening on podcasts already. That's great. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. I like podcasts. You throw your headphones in, you get all the same content. Walking around, working out on your commute to whatever school work or job you got going on. Um, awesome way to get this content straight to your ears. So make sure you're, uh, you're uh, subscribed to the podcast. Easy for me to say. Um, also, Sweet Drop CBD. I've been talking about it for a couple months now. My buddy, good friend, sent me some stuff. 
I like it. I start every show with it. This is Fruit Blast. I got other flavors. If you head over to SweetDrop.com and use promo code DRINKSWITHJOHNNY, you're going to receive 20% off. And you can learn everything you need to know about cannabis or CBD oil right there at SweetDrop.com. So make sure you head over there. Now, I'm very excited. I've got an awesome guest today. Um, she is one of the lead actresses on The Walking Dead, World Beyond, Annette Mahendru. How are you doing today? Thanks for being on the show. I'm good, Johnny. I'm ready for some tequila. Pour us up. That's right. We're going to make some drinks. We're going to have some fun with it. Um, the people don't know behind the scenes, this is actually take two of the intro. I was not hitting record on my audio before. <laughs> You did much better the first time, Johnny. I know, I should have, you know, that's the problem with running this shit myself, you know, it's it's under the pandemic, I don't have my, my, my team here with me, I gotta run it all myself. Speaking of though, uh, everyone safe and healthy in your camp? Yes, sir, yes, yes, knock on wood. That's good, that's good, everyone's good, everyone's good. So as you mentioned, we're gonna drink, it's 12 o'clock in the afternoon, I know you're busy, you're, you're, on, you're on a set for a movie, you've been working a lot, you got a lot of press going on, so again, thank you for your time. I'm gonna have fun with you though. We're gonna get a little drunk while we do this. I can't wait. All right, um, you got all the ingredients, right? I'm thrilled to um, do this with you. I couldn't have been doing anything better right now. <laughs> yeah, nothing better than a little afternoon tequila drink, you know. Uh, we're gonna call this drink um, in honor of your show that uh, is airing right now every Sunday, The World Beyond Walking Dead. Um, we're gonna call this Another Empty Glass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I, I figured it'd be a cool. That? Like, are we are we gonna make some money off of this? I don't know. I hope so. If we do, we'll, we'll split it. I liked the empty part of it because that's what they call the zombies in the world beyond. Um, and nice. the fact that I felt like I could really walk up to a bar and ask the bartender for another empty glass, and uh, it would be a little funny. So we're gonna we're, I'm gonna walk wait, you through wait, this. Wait, drink. It's, it's really safe right now to ask for an empty glass. Specifically, <laughs> somebody else's glass. <laughs> exactly that's perfect all right so we got the ingredients we're going to start this thing off let's get some ice and do you have a cocktail glass yes sir all right let's get some ice in that to start off because we're going to shake and pour over that in a minute Just a few cubes whatever you know whatever to your liking and then we are going to measure out some stuff you got your shaker well, I was just gonna stir it in my in this cute little setup. That's fine too. Okay, if you don't have a shaker at home, you can do the stirring. I'm gonna use the shaker. We're gonna start off with uh, two ounces of tequila. I'm using a reposado. I don't know what you got at home. What do you got? I got Don Julio. Oh my gentle Jesus! I knew we were gonna get along. <laughs> it's one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite bottles of tequila. Oh, get out! Yeah. Well, let's do. But. You I'm going to use the right Posado today because I only have okay. a little bit of my 42 left. So okay. um, you're going to do two two. You're uh, going to save it shots. for another special guest. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I just need more. I, I, I'll probably I'll have it at some point. Him under the I'll table. have it straight. Uh, this conversation will go a little longer than expected, I'm sure. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll drink it straight after, after this drink. <laughs> so we're going to do uh, two ounces okay. of the tequila. Maybe Ooh. maybe a little more, you know. If you're feeling if you're feeling frisky, a little more. One more. And then right. you're gonna take so your pineapple juice. My um, big tin pot, right? Yeah, that's perfect. And then you're gonna take your pineapple juice. You, I sent you the cans, right? Yes, you did. Okay, so the cool thing about the cans is you can store them. 
and they don't go bad, first off. This is Sec so cool. I could say that Johnny sent me these pineapple cans. That's right. These little, they're perfect size for me. I'm a little guy, so it's, it's a perfect <laughs> size. So you're going to crack that, and um, you're going to put about three ounces in, which is perfect for this can, because it's about half the can. You're just going to pour half the can in there. Okay. Which is three ounces. And then here's what's going to make it a little cooler. You have your jar of chipotle peppers, correct? Yes. All right, now... There's gonna be Fred, some. There's gonna be some Fred juice. Is opening right yep. Now. Open them up, and the reason why you want the can there is because it's gonna be living in a juice, and you're gonna take some of that juice with a spoon. Heavenly. And get as much of it as you can, and throw that in the mixture or in your shaker. I feel like I'm, I'm on a cooking channel. It is a little bit that way, right? <laughs> we haven't even got to the fun stuff yet. This is this is just like. A full tablespoon? Yeah, about a full tablespoon, if you could get that. Look how cute my spoon is. Look. That's a big spoon. I like that. Oh, wow. It's, is polka that a Kate dot. Spade? The polka dot stuff? Is that Kate no, Spade? It's, no, it's like marble with polka dots. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than Kate Spade. There we go. <laughs> All right, now after you get that that mixture in there, you're going to add some ice. If you have a, if you have a shaker, you're going to add ice. You might you might not need this part. So I'm going to add a little... Like Halloween, yeah. Like, well, Halloween's well. By the time this airs, it's gonna be two days after Halloween. Um, Halloween is a big, big celebration around my house. How about you? What do you guys usually do for Halloween? Wow, I can tell you're all. Um, well, I usually have a giant party that like has like 150 people coming in and out. But obviously, this year I couldn't really do that under. <laughs> Under, uh, you know, I didn't want to make the headlines, everyone goes to my house and gets COVID, right? <laughs> anyway, so you're going to shake that mixture up. Well, hold on, I, I'm, I'm having trouble focusing. So after the, 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 the chipotle peppers, what was I supposed to do? You add a little ice and stir or shake. Ice, okay. And once you get that, that mixture all stirred up, we're going to throw it right okay. over some ice. Okay. Back into your cocktail glass that we started with. Ooh, it looks like a pumpkin. Yeah, it's got a little orange to it. It's nice. It's nice. And then you're gonna you got a lime, right? Um, if you haven't already cut it up, they're gonna we're gonna go ahead and take half of a lime and cut I that. Because I wasn't gonna potentially, you know, I'm just so clumsy, like. I'm not gonna cut. <laughs> no, like you don't. You don't want to get caught on uh, on 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 TV. Well, I get like drunk, like just thinking about the drink. Like I'm a very excitable person, so like I'm already there. Like I'm feeling it. I haven't even tasted it yet. Oh, it's gonna be I'm very. I'm very impressionable. Okay, I'm very. So... I'm very hopeful that you got that. So yeah, just put some lime. Some lime. Just squeeze some lime. Drop it in there. Mm -hmm. And then take your soda water or sparkling water, club soda, whatever, whatever you guys got at home. And you're gonna top it off, top the the cocktail glass off a little bit. We just, you know, get a hefty pour, you know, just to kind of top her off. Okay. Should have a glass at this point that looks something like this in it. Mm, I do. It looks just okay. Like that. Now the cool thing about uh, this, the chipotle peppers, is now I want you to go in and, and grab just one pepper for the garnish. Just got like a whiff of like the sparkling spice. Yeah, it's good. It's gonna open up real nice here in a second. You're going to take that a chipotle pepper, just like this, go ahead and drop it in. Because, you know, empties like brains, right? That's like the whole thing, zombies like brains. Oh, yeah. So that little chipotle pop, uh, chipotle <laughs> pepper, easy enough for me to say, 
acts like the little brain in there that we have for this another empty glass drink. All right, he's in. Ready? He's in. Let's see what you got. That looks perfect. Cheers. Exactly. Thanks for being on the show. Let's enjoy this, huh? Dude. <laughs> yeah, that is like drinking an empty. <gasps> mm. Oh, I dig that. What do you think? Mm. How do we do? Mm. It's spicy. You're a spicy kind of guy, huh? Yeah, that's a, I absolutely am. <laughs> spicy chipotle pepper. Oh, this is great. You have to like slow me down, you know? No, I'm no. being a lot of trouble here, like slurring. And you got nothing to do the rest of the day. It's not like you're on I'm set doing already. anything. <laughs> Oh, this is yummy. <laughs> well, I'm glad that, 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 that I'm glad you enjoy it. We're calling it another empty drink. Um, super cool. This is what we're going we're gonna to have to do season two, you know, when we go back. Yeah. Like, face shields and um, <laughs> these guys to. Uh, That's just a, this is going to go down a little quick. We're going to have to make a second one at some point. Um, so let's just get into it. The other part of the show. I mean, that was fun, but let's get into the other part of the show where we have a conversation. Um, the Walking Dead is, is your current project that everyone's watching every Sunday on AMC right now. Uh, the World Beyond. Great show. I'm all caught up. Uh, like, it's been four episodes, right? And uh, at this point. Um, I got us, you know, I've, I've seen your work before in The Americans. Um, I was a big fan of that show. Um, and, you know, you've done a bunch of stuff, obviously. But in this role, you're kind of like the tomboy. You're kind of like this badass female, you know, and The Walking Dead has had a reputation for having these uh, powerful female characters. Um, how did this role come to you? And were you a big fan of The Walking Dead franchise before? You know, I feel good. I feel good saying for the first time that I had to audition for it because mm -hmm. I didn't watch the show. <laughs> I always feel bad about that, but they made me audition. <laughs> So now I don't feel bad about, you know, not being, um, you know, I, I obviously knew about it and I've seen plenty of it. And um, yeah, I had to, I, you know, I had to fight for it. And mm -hmm. the second I got it, like back, she just reminded me like back when I was at the Groundlings, I had to create like these alter egos and I created Carla the Mechanic. And like I was reading, you know, auto body magazines in my off time to prep for it and and then when I read, you know, about Huck, like, then that, that's all I had of the world because it was all, like, top secret. And I was like, that's my Carla. Like, that's, that's like, my old, that's, like, you know. So you already had the character like, you were, were going to go for. It. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so you know, and then, then I was in Russia and they were like, hey, we're testing. I'm like, sorry, guys. <laughs> like, I'm, like, there's no way I'll be, I'll be there tomorrow to, to uh, prove to you that that's me. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we, I, yeah, yeah, here I am. <laughs> four, what um, were you doing in Russia? What were you doing in Russia before that? Is it? What were you doing in Russia before that? You said they were, they wanted to see you when you were, you were in Russia. I was showing, you know, my, my boys, my husband, my little two-year-old at the time, you know, where I was from and, you know. Oh, awesome. uh, yeah. I read, I read somewhere that you speak like six different languages. Is that, is that true? Right now, like I probably speak eight because I'm just feeling so extra good with this tequila. No, I'm I'm probably like <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, what the fuck? Eight? <laughs> I did at some point, like I know I'm probably like I'm probably just speak like English, but I know I speak Russian and Hindi and Farsi. My parents are a wild bunch. We've been we've lived everywhere, and um, yeah, and then you you didn't move to the you didn't move to the United States until you were like six or seven, right? Something like that. Oh, much later. I was like 
13 going oh, wow. on 14. Yeah. So it's. So you've yeah. just been traveling around since, you know, like you, what, what, what was your child like then, uh, your childhood like, like growing up, like you said, you kind of bounced around a bunch of different countries, not even places, like you bounced around a few different countries, right? Yeah, I, you know, there's, I changed schools all the time. It was just, and I loved it and I loved school and I loved changing schools because I loved, I, just like uh, making the adjustments became of, became like what, what I had to do and became who I was. And I think that is how I became an actress too, because that's what I was, I was sort of really comfortable in these extremes, you know, where you just go, you, you make friends and then you have to make new friends tomorrow and you never see your old friends and just uh, that was my reality growing up. So here I am. And, and has that helped you? Because I mean, I, I've, I've spoken to a few different actors. Um, is it, what, what, what are the differences you see? Because you've, you've done a bunch of different roles, right? And you've been on different kinds of, of shows. You were, uh, you've, you've done uh, the sitcom thing with uh, Two Broke Girls. You were on a couple episodes, I believe, there. So you've been on a sitcom set. You've been on a drama set. You're on a horror set now. Um, you got a new movie coming out or that you're working on, I think, that we'll talk about in a second. But you just touched upon how you uh, make friends for like a quick second and then you're on to the next place and then a new set of friends. Um, how is yeah, that? Yeah, so it's totally okay, by the way, that we're friends now, but I'll never see you again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so you guys, you guys, you but guys like, rap. Don't worry about breaking my heart, Johnny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but I mean, you guys, when you rap on these different sets in different places, like you, I mean, how often are you keeping in touch with your other cast members? And what, what has been the difference through like different genres and different, um, uh, I mean, projects really between movies, TV shows that, I mean, Walk me through a little bit of that. I, you know, I, I, it's 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 kind of heartbreaking. I mean, the just are we talking about friends, right? Mm -hmm. Well, friends <laughs> and just and sets just, in general. You know, you're around actors. I don't know what it's like with musicians. I mean, you guys are always on the road too, so it's just kind of you think you know you're like tight with somebody, and then they're they're gone, and you're like, you know, recovering from that a little bit, and and especially through characters, like characters really stick with me more than anything, and I because I, I go a little method a lot. Mm -hmm. a method actually uh when i when i you know do my work so and i um i i don't know i hold on to them i really like them like huck i love like i want to be her all the time and and so yeah i feel close to you know nico but we you know i kind of always have to say okay like we are you know we're like friends but you know people we constantly it's not the same thing you know it's mm -hmm. kind of more like you live this alternative reality with somebody and then you have to remind yourself that it's different in real life we're different wow. people like you can't keep playing this character sorry you know that's just yeah. crazy well you could but you just might get a little people might look at you a little different but i mean you could <laughs> yeah I <laughs> that would have been amazing i i had no idea um uh that you were a method actor uh as well that would have been amazing if we had set this whole thing up and started to have a conversation oh. and you were just Huck the whole time. And I had no yeah. idea. I was like, oh, I thought I was talking to Annette. <laughs> I would have, that would have taken like all my notes out of here, like out of the equation. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of actors, I mean, they, they kind of are who they are and some like go crazy and become like another person that they, you know, sort of make up that they want to be. And have you ever encountered anybody I'm like not, that? I'm like over... Over the times that you've worked on different stuff, have you encountered, have you been around someone that is that intense? I know, I, uh, um, I know you mentioned you're 
you use the method uh, as well. Have you been around someone who's like that far? Like they just don't ever break that character on the set, like even in the in the trailers and stuff. I kind of associate like people who have like attitudes, you know, on set. I always like like to write it off as like, oh, they're preparing. <laughs> you know, they're, this is just that process. I'm not going to take it you're personal. A glass, you're a glass half full kind of person. <laughs> you, you don't want to admit that they're just assholes. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm very sensitive. No, I, I'm and when I do method, like I do it in a fun way. You know, mm -hmm. I don't suffer. Like I don't try to suffer myself, and I don't. It's I'm do it because I'm really curious. I'm really interested in this world and in this character I'm playing, and I sort of try to put like all of Annette's gunk aside. And and, I, and same thing with other people. Like I want them to have fun with me. I don't do the weird method thing where I'm making other people miserable. You know, mm -hmm. because I want to be you know miserable. So know that with other, you know, I, like I come from like a play spirit improv world and with Noah Emmerich on, on the Americans, like we would, we would kind of be in character before the scene and after. And, and that was like the most method, I think, or, you know, mm -hmm. that I experienced that with. And, but it was like pure joy and fun because we were in the world. The longer you are in the world, the longer, you know, the more authentic it becomes. So I uh, know, but. So like in a positive way of experience, nothing like, sorry, I don't have any like weird juice. About <laughs> <laughs> I, I can see like the older I get, the more probably cuckoo I will go in my like, I want to be more, I want to, you know, especially yeah. like, like if I keep like doing Huck another season, I'll probably like. Well, yeah, next time we're, next time we actually have a conversation in person, it'll probably just be with Huck is what you're yes. saying. Please, <laughs> I'll go change right now. She's like, so badass. So, you, so you mentioned uh, the Huck character you kind of already had when you were doing uh, uh, early on when you were in the, with the Groundlings. Um, that was like the improv that you were just kind of speaking of. That that group was there um, in your class. I mean, the Groundlings been going on forever, right? Um, in your class, was there any? I didn't look this up, but was there anyone in your class that was? Uh, a, a kind of a standout, someone who's gone out on to be a big success that you were that you would work with in these improv classes. Yes, and I'm so I should call it to my husband. It, it was this guy, like he's a big comedian right now, uh -huh. um, long hair, younger, blonde, really like offbeat and quirky. Man, I'm maybe you to... can pop, pop his name in. Like, yeah, you know, I will. Like... No, well, now I'm gonna have to do like the fact <laughs> yeah. check on it. I'm gonna find. Annette's, Annette's version. He's going to be really happy that you that you forgot his name, too. Jeremiah Watkins is actually his name. And he's <laughs> yeah. He's like, like one of those, like, awful, like, you know, shout out sketches about me of, like, this idiot, you know. <laughs> I doubt. She, you know, you guys probably did a few scenes together and everything, like, uh, at the improv class. <laughs> Man, you really got me with that one. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta try and do something here. That's a little I'll different. Get you, I'll get you back. <laughs> you can text it to me later, and we'll add it in. <laughs> um, so you're in LA right now, right? That's where I said I the stuff. So <laughs> yeah, I'm going to New York. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what? You're you're on set right now, I believe. Your 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 management told me that you're on set right now. I'm actually I'm leaving tomorrow to go to Connecticut I'm doing this like really the most artsy thing I've ever done which um, is it's called grow it's about it's about this 
like ancient family that every generation of woman is born and she has like magic powers. This is like kind of awesome for Halloween too. Anyway, generation twins were born. One's like, you know, special and one is, you know, a human being that can't, you know, can't impregnate guys. And so basically the special one can impregnate guys. Okay, I was gonna say, wait, 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 you just, you missed a part there because you said you can impregnate guys. I was like, I didn't catch that part of the twin. Oh yeah, so it's basically about a dude running, you know, getting pregnant and it's, he is a musician. So I'm doing- What are you trying to say? I I know I put on a little COVID-19, but come on, man. I'm not pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) You gave us the idea. Um, Yeah, um, anyways, oh, so what was the point? Oh, uh, yeah, so this, she gets, like, guys pregnant so they can bear the special woman, you know? So, so... Uh, Do women so fantasize about that, though? Do women ever fantasize? Like, you you have a son you mentioned. You've gone through uh, uh, burying a child. And that... I can only say from my perspective, I have a three-year-old son watching that happen. It's, like, the most amazing thing a woman can do. Um, but it's got to be a pain in the ass, obviously. Fine. Three years old? Mine's three years old. Uh, my son, it was born February 7th. Okay. Uh, of 2019. Uh, uh, 17, sorry. I, that, uh, that, that would be pertinent, right? The year? Yeah, mine's like a few months older than yours. Oh, really? You have to have play date. Where do you live? I love that. I'm coming home. Uh, yeah, right I'm going to send it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm in Orange County. So when you're in LA, we're actually not very far from each other. Oh, we can right totally on. do that. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that you know, you know yourself, right? Like it's like a really helpless kind of situation for a guy because you're standing by and you're like just as torn up and and so did you <laughs> this like this is torn up. <laughs> I like, like that you use that. That's a real choice word that you got there. <laughs> Very excited for a guy to finally experience that. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Was is is that like a common uh, uh, a fantasy of of women to like have to be like you motherfucker? Now you got to go through this. Like, uh, you know, I really enjoyed it. Like, I love being a woman, and I love like that was like the height of my womanhood, giving birth. So yeah. I don't see it as a punishment, but I'm definitely happy to be on the other side of it in this movie. You know where. I, you know, I don't, you know, I, I just get to look good. And I mean, although I thought I looked the most beautiful, I think women are the most beautiful when they're pregnant. So, but she is um, one of the twins. She is a, like a punk rock chick and she plays the keys and sings. And oh, I, awesome. I'm like not on it. Like I have to do one song and I actually have like a lesson later. So maybe you have like a few tips of how to, you know, <laughs> like that's like the, Part that makes me the most nervous, like being an act, being a musician. I think like that's the highest form of like artistry to be close to, you know, close wow. to God. Like the furthest apart, depending how destructive you are. Tap into the spirit, the essence of, um, you know. Well, you said she's a she's a punk rock. Ass. She's a she's kind of a punk rock character that plays piano and sings. Yeah, yeah, she's like dark and sinister, and like with her voice too, and you know very cool I, oh i'm interested in seeing the character i would say you know just uh i mean i'm not going to give you tips on acting you know how to do this shit but <laughs> as far as the music music part of it i mean if it's uh if it's I dark and everything a, i'm a musician overnight yeah overnight. you got it you got it i anyone can if i can do it anyone can do it let's just put it that way <laughs> but i mean if you're looking for i mean have you looked at like some other uh uh pianist that like really outspoken like i mean 
uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, good golly, Miss Molly. What the fuck is his name? Uh, Richard. Oh, good, good. Now I put you on the spot. Yeah, now you put me on the spot. You, you reversed it. Motherfucker, Annette. This is my show. It's supposed to put you on the spot. <laughs> Little Richard. There we go. I got it. No, you're not supposed to get it. I got it. Now you still haven't got me the guy that you went to Groundlings with. <laughs> but you got it. I mean, you should you should over the top do it. I mean, if you're playing the piano, you got to get up there and like. If she's got a, like a lot of personality, a, a little punk rock chick, you gotta gotta show that in your playing. Yeah, that's what you gotta yeah. do. It's like I'm going through the keys, right? Yeah, get in there. <laughs> Don't be scared of the black keys. Don't be scared of the black keys. You gotta get in there. Mix mix it up. Yeah, I'm, how about I just channel you, and I'll be good, right? <laughs> I mean, more or less, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so you're on, so this this movie that you're that you're filming you're going to Connecticut tomorrow for uh, what, what was the title again? You said growing. Grow. Grow. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Grow. Okay. Maybe it'll, maybe maybe it'll come out for next Halloween, right? Maybe it'll be a, maybe maybe it'll be the next Halloween movie. Uh huh. Maybe. <laughs> no, I know I know you're not going to give it out any spoilers, and that's not what we're here to do. We're here to have a conversation and chat, have a good time. Um, I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, somewhere, I thought you were working on, maybe it was, is the same, uh, movie actually, uh, you're working with your husband, right? On a movie he's directing and, and doing something. Is that, is that this movie or is that something that you were already also, filmed? Yeah, COVID was like my, you know, my artist was like so alive. I, um, we managed to escape, you know, near big, big bear and shoot. Like it was like the first, it was literally the first movie to go when, you know, during covid mm -hmm. when after everything shut down and he directed it and my brother-in-law actor milo gibson who played my husband which was kind of really weird um um it's like making out my brother-in-law from my husband <laughs> wait, wait 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 rewind that a little bit now that I, I, I know i'm such a bad storyteller <laughs> no, no no it's totally good it makes sense in my head like, you guys should... it makes sense but i i just i just want to go a little bit deeper into that so this is the movie was uh manifest west right that's that's yes. the movie okay and uh your husband is mel gibson's son louis gibson right and yes. so in this film you're making out with his brother <laughs> yes <laughs> he's my husband so my brother-in-law is my husband in the film that so is there is there a gibson yet that you haven't kissed the fact that you're taking so long to say yes or no is, is a little concerning in that <laughs> it's wonderful i think i'm the only one drinking no if I'll, this would this is that, that that that's actually my ploy I call it drinks with Johnny and I get my guests to get drunk and tell me a bunch of really weird uh, shit. Yeah, totally. <laughs> no, I'm drinking. Don't worry. I actually haven't eaten yet. I do this uh, intermediate fasting thing. So noon, yeah. I haven't eaten yet. So this is going to go straight to me. Oh, good. I'm waiting for you to get on my level. <laughs> were, you, were you drinking before we started filming or something? You know, I really actually haven't eaten much either. Okay. And I'm not doing a fast. I'm just, you know, a bit of like... It's a bit like crazy right now, but I feel good, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so the, tell me a little bit about this Manifest West, though, aside from making out with every Gibson under making the... Making out under with the, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So he's directed it, too. Like, your your husband, Louis, is directing this. He's watching you kiss his brother. 
Did you guys have a conversation about that? I mean, or, or, or was it just like, it just super professional? It was improvised. It was improvised. Oh, okay, even better. So did he did he hit cut right away, or was he kind of did he let it go for a minute? <laughs> nah, it was so beautiful in the field, and I kind of looked up at my husband. I'm like, this is so weird. I feel like I'm kissing him, but I'm kissing you, but I'm kissing like it's like the same person, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I never kissed. I'm, I'm, I'm never. I never kissed my never uh, kissed my wife's sister. sister. <laughs> You should try, you should try. Wow, you, you know, it's like, it should be appropriate. Everybody should be there and be on the same page. Then yeah, it's okay. totally. Yeah, I mean, as long as there's a camera rolling, it's okay, right? <laughs> uh, it's really cool. It's a really, it's actually a really hardcore drama about this family, kind of like Ruby Ridge, um, where they, you know, there's a big standoff with the government. They try to just live their lives and it's complicated and they, you know, want to keep their kids and, it's a really, it's a really sad, sad story. And um, it's, it's, it's like, it's coming soon. It's, you know, yeah, it's, exciting. it's a really special piece because it's just family. And do you guys know where it's going to be? I mean, I, I'm sure you do. You said it's coming soon. So you obviously don't have a date for it yet. But do you, do you know oh, what the I, kind of release is going to be? I mean, it's pandemic. Are you going to wait until the end? get it in theaters or is it coming straight to everyone's uh, yeah, streaming I mean, devices? I hope we can do all of it. So, you know, in festivals and, you know, the whole indie, awesome indie route. That's Yeah. I mean, that'd be great. I can't wait to see it. I mean, it sounds amazing. And I mean, now that I have the backstory of, of that being your, your brother-in-law and that now I have <laughs> to like, <laughs> I, I'm, it's going to be this very deep and awesome movie and I'm, and I'm going to be watching and kind of chuckle at like a wrong scene because I'm going to be like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah you're, you're such a great person. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that was Louis, your husband's like brainchild too, right? He wrote that movie, directed it, you're starring in it with, the, with his brother. <laughs> did, did that spice get in your throat? <laughs> I'm killing I, you. And his partner, uh, they co-wrote co and co-directed it, uh, Joe Deitch. Okay. Uh, and Louis. And they did a, a really crazy, actually awesome Halloween movie before this uh, called about this alcoholic that escapes, this American dude that escapes to Mexico. Um, uh, Happy Hunting, it's called. So Wow, that's a great title, too. Uh, that was his, you know, I guess first baby. And this is the, the you know, the like... They're really responsible, like the second child. You're like, no. Yeah, you've, you already, you've already been through the ropes, right? You're like more like, yeah, and it's more serious, or I don't know. It's they're all good. <laughs> all Obviously, you're a fan of your husband. How long yeah. have you guys been married? Uh, four years. Wow. Five, going on five years. Yeah, we got married. You know, had a baby. All that good <laughs> stuff. So when did you? Have you, are you? Uh, I, I met my wife when we were 12 years old, um, doing junior lifeguards on the beach together. Um, we remained friends for several years and then we were about 19, we started dating. Um, and we've been together ever since we got married. Shit. We just celebrated our eighth anniversary. Yeah. Our eighth wedding anniversary. We've been together for like 15, 16 years though. A lifetime. That's your childhood friend. That's, yeah. That's any better than that any deeper than that yeah i mean yeah she she does it all i mean in all honesty people wonder like how how does johnny like come up with all these drinks she's the brainchild she she helps oh. me with all my drinks cheers to uh, <laughs> the lacy yeah <laughs> and that we get to be part of that 
Ah, so good. Than that. So what, um, one of your other co-stars on Manifest West uh, is in the Walking Dead family also, right? I uh, played Abraham in the original Walking Dead uh, movie or show. Sorry. <laughs> Easy for me to say drinking. Uh, Michael Cudlitz. Was he, is, was he I, part of this, yeah, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like back in the <laughs> Walking Dead track. <laughs> yeah. Going back, like <laughs> it, it all comes together. Terrible. So you had, you have, you have your Gibson family and your Walking Dead family coming together on the Manifest West, right? Yes. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so did you guys talk about, I mean, when you filmed that, did you already know you were going to be Huck? Um, what, did, did that overlap at all? Did you guys talk about doing Walking Dead together or was this completely oh. different different time period? Oh, yeah. Michael Cudlitz came on to, we filmed um, last year. So we finished right before, you know, COVID even mm -hmm. started being talked about. Um, we finished like, you know, at a good time. And Michael Cudlitz came to direct uh, an episode that, ah, uh, spoiler. Um, <laughs> he came to direct, and he directed, you know, a couple episodes, one of them mine. So we met, and he's, you know, I mean, he's, ah, uh, like that was such like a grounding, like, period for all of us because we were all psyched up about, oh my gosh, we're part of The Walking Dead. Are, are we doing this right? Like, yeah. um, and he came on, he just kind of like was like, let's go, you got it, like this is great. And just, um, yeah, and then he's just family, like he's such an awesome guy. Have you have you guys crossed No, paths? I've never, never crossed paths with him. The only person that uh, I've crossed paths with from The Walking Dead before you, franchise in general, uh, was Thora Birch, who was on the show. Yeah, yeah, oh, she, yeah she was on the show. Um, Great person. I'm gonna have her back in person. Same, same with you. We gotta have it back in person so we can actually like do a drinking game and get really proper fucked up. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> that's always fun. Not all my guests drink. That, that's another part. It's called drinks with Johnny, but we don't always have to drink. So when I get a guest like you that's like totally down to to have a drink in the middle of the day, if we're filming in the middle of the day, I get really excited because it means I get to drink a little earlier in the day. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, we could maybe have like a threesome. On your show, yeah, that would be with the cameras rolling. I mean, we, we <laughs> I love to throw out that word because it could be really like, I mean, it's yeah, like just a th triangle, right? Or <laughs> but it's well, not everyone's, really, everyone's right? mind goes straight to what we're talking about. <laughs> everyone's mind goes straight to sex every time you say threesome. No one's thinking about like, oh, that's cool. You just call it a threesome. Like we get together and have lunch, like three people. No. You say threesome, like, everyone's thinking like, sex. I, I censor the shit out of myself, and I'm always like, is this a good time to say that? Because it totally makes sense, but <laughs> it's totally inappropriate. No, no, I, I rolled with it, though. I said, while the cameras are rolling. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, threesome while the cameras are rolling. That, that's how it goes, right? Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so, yeah, so Michael was there, and then um, he came and did uh, Manifest West with us, you know, just recently yeah well it's funny because uh so it's gonna be halloween when everyone sees this i will have already posted that my halloween costume this year is actually negan um i figured my hair's my hair is almost similar enough and i have a little oh, bit longer of a beard so i was like i'm just gonna go for it it's gonna be an easy costume i went i got the bat i've got it wrapped in barbed wire and he took out Abra abraham though like that was a while ago now but i mean when he took him out it was like it was so brutal and like at the time, I was like, this guy's, you know, Negan's a piece of shit. But then 
you start to like really like the character, like even as a piece of shit. You know, sometimes there's like pieces of shit that you end up liking as a character. Like that guy just really sucks, but there's something about him I really like. <laughs> Doesn't that say a lot about human nature, right? It's like, I mean, everyone loves him. He's like, you know, fan favorite. And it's like, really? Like what's wrong with everybody? You know, how can you, how can you even ask that question? Look around 2020. Of course that's everyone's favorite. This fucking <laughs> humans. For the majority are pieces of shit. Animals. <laughs> Total animals. Pull up. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Just gonna let it go. Just let it go. <laughs> Everyone loves a good villain. Yeah. Uh, Everyone to see. Let's keep it in the family a little further. You were on the TV show of Lethal Weapon, which is obviously your father-in-law was like huge part, like one of his first roles in a franchise with Lethal Weapon with. Uh, Danny Glover, some of my favorite movies of all time. Um, and then you're on, you're, you end up being on the show. And Johnny, what if this my Mel Gibson come out? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. You're doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you warm me up good because I never talked about. You never talked I about never, it? I just talk about my own path. So. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I only bring it up. I only bring it up to to bring that uh, that conversation together of, of the of the Lethal Weapon TV show and how that was like, because you actually were uh, working with another huge hero of mine in Steve Stifler, Sean William Scott, uh, <laughs> and he had, and his role on it. So like, what was that? What was that show like? I mean, uh, did you tell your husband that like did he know you're going to be on Lethal Weapon? You know, and, and everything like that. Yeah, you know, I I'm, I'm one of those like mystical people who are like always looking for mm, you know oh this is because of this so oh, this makes sense i'm super i'm meant to do this you know because of this so this was like an obvious one like okay yeah the weapon yeah um should i do this is this gonna be too weird but you know it's it's a whole thing of its own and it was it was really it was super fun and you know with sean i mean we were just like hanging out really uh how, how is that guy i never i never crossed paths with him i'm just a huge fan how how was he like uh in between is he is he super comical like just naturally or is that something that he has to really yeah, bring that's into? kind of who he is you know that kind of like sweet like like awkward like you know like a little bit of a jackass you know that whole vibe so i i always was like are you messing with me like i i never knew when he was actually but he's really genuine and 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 kind unless he was messing with me the whole time you know? <laughs> well you would never know so that's the brilliance of it you walk away just going that guy's really sweet and then you have no idea <laughs> um we had like underwater stuff and we had to kiss and it just was like it was so sweet and so cool you got like, to we kiss like the stiffmeister yeah underwater <laughs> it was an underwater kiss like we were breathing each other's air wow that's cool, intense right? that's intense <laughs> Did you ever think when you were watching American Pie as a teenager, <laughs> you would, <laughs> that moment would happen? <laughs> but you know what I mean? I had to do it. I was like, this is crazy. Like, not because of my father-in-law, but like, yeah, I watched this growing up. Like, I get to. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's awesome. Actually, Naughty with a... one of my neighbors and really good friends uh, uh, is, is, is a police officer at, at Oceanside, and he loves the series uh, Lethal Weapon. I've, I, if I tell him, when I go to tell him that you are on the show, he's going to know exactly the episode and what you did on the show and everything under the sun about it. <laughs> so he's, he's, a, he's a big fan. Um, 
As am I. As I'm becoming more of a fan on, on this conversation. I mean, you were... Let's go back to um, the Americans. Because I watched the Americans with my wife. We... we I don't even remember how we stumbled upon it. It was on FX. And we were just like, oh, let's give this a whirl. It seems right up our alley. Espionage, all this kind of stuff. Happening in the 80s. And it was so well done. And, and then you got, you got uh, a nomination for Critics' Choice Awards from, from, that, from that role, right? No, it was so cool to hear that, that you watched it. I loved that show. It you was, it was it. incredible. It was, you know, each week it, 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 it morphed quite a bit, right? Like from the very beginning. It definitely morphed quite a bit. But like um, the fact that it like happens during the 80s, like when I was born and all this stuff was like, would I remember barely? Because I was born in 84, so it was like... Yeah, you were tiny. Yeah, I was tiny. Like, like but four years old. <laughs> but the real cool nostalgic things like still like pop up in your mind, you know? Because, you know, it's like uh, tape cassettes, Walkmans, uh, the cars, the cars that, they were, that, that you're driving in, 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 the, in, the, in, the, in the show. It's like, it, it reminds me of everything about it. It was so cool. And now it's been kind of... And this was... When did that show start? Was that like five plus years ago? Yeah, 2016, no more, 2000, oh God. Yeah, it's been, a, it's been a minute since it started. It ran for, for several seasons, but, um, and at the time it was one of the, one of the first ones that were going back for this retro 80s kind of, kind of vibe on TV shows. And it kind of became very popular after that. Um, do you guys take credit at all for uh, going back to the 80s first? <laughs> uh, that's you know that's cool you pick up on that uh yeah but we didn't go like to the loud 80s so it was like the you know the chill 80s and it was the chill um, 80s very suburban like, i mean it's, it's a suburban house not, that's the whole thing the, yeah the family <laughs> if anybody hasn't seen this i don't know i didn't say, say this earlier if anyone hasn't seen the americans it's still available everywhere in, on streaming advice go check it out it's a great fucking show and Annette does a fantastic job with it. I'm sure your Russian background didn't hurt, um, you know, uh, having to learn that accent, I guess, that you... That you oh, they... gosh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, just to put it, it is a very Soviet 80s. Like, it's pretty, you know, it's not like what 80s, like, the, what people think. Like, I think what major, like, you know, it's not like the, woo, fun, like, party 80s, right? Like No, the it's, the not, it's, not, it's not like American like Horror Soviet Story. 80s. It's not like American <laughs> Horror Story, the 80s one that you just did where the aerobics... There's not as much aerobics in it. Let's put it. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, I hate aerobics. Um, oh yeah, no, no. My mom's, you know, I, I was basically when I was a kid and we were in Russia. I saw my mom, like that's how old my mom was, you know. And so basically, the end of the Soviet yeah era. That was her world. That was her existence. So in a way, I always say. In a way, I was playing, you know, my mom, and and with Huck now, I actually feel like I'm very much my dad because he was in like the Afghan, you know, the army and all that, and and so uh, it's do you, cool. So you, do you use that for inspiration for the for the role in Huck? Is is that, is that... For, like the Americans? I talked to my dad because he was also a journalist in you know in Russia at that time, and wow. so a lot of research came from there. And for Huck, yeah, I talked to him as well about you know what was it like defending the university and his you know fellow teachers and well I mean, that, uh, that, that, that that's that, that's apropos as well i mean huck is just defending at this point too she's one of the you know right she's one of the the front liners for the university you know you already yeah, said university yeah. and, and she's she's, she's one of the warriors for the university right 
Yeah, she's a she's a marine as well. So she comes from like heavy her background. It, we get into that actually soon, like into her story. Oh, I can't wait. The, it's you know I get, I, I'm really excited to see your character Huck develop honestly like uh, like I said we're only in season four of this of this new uh, TV show and already you know you could start to see it's really cool and I'm glad that they did this I I don't follow the comic comics as much as I probably should as much of a fan as I am of the of the Walking Dead but and it's probably for everyone who who has already saw this kind of stuff coming but for me I'm I'm just watching the show and. To see The Walking Dead and Fear and then uh, World Beyond now, it's finally going into, you know, it's been 10 years now of the pandemic, if we call it, of, of zombie world, basically. And there's a lot, of, a lot of teenagers or people in their 20s that that's all they've grown up knowing, right? So they start to go into that. And I think that's a really interesting place that uh, they're taking The World Beyond. Um, and... And then, of course, you got the Three Rings, the, the Civil Republic coming in, and it's kind of tying the original uh, Walking Dead together. I mean, that's where Rick Grimes, like, mysteriously goes off to is with the Three Rings. We haven't seen his return yet. I told my wife when we were watching, I was like, he's not fucking dead. Like, watch Rick Grimes come back somewhere. I don't know where yet, but he's coming back fucking somewhere. And, uh, well, the world one is the key to all these spicy <laughs> questions. <laughs> oh, no, I, you know, I'm... I'm I, I understand you, you, have a, you have a whole franchise to worry about and everything, so I'm not going to ask you to give away any, any, any kind of insights on that. I'm just, as a fan, speculating. I know that motherfucker's coming back somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so but, did you get caught up on everything before you started the, this role as Huck? Or, like, I mean, I know we're going really heavy on uh, The Walking Dead, but that's what's going on right now. It's Halloween. You see everything. Absolutely. That's yeah. what we're going to do. <laughs> we're talking Huck, all right? Good. <laughs> <laughs> I can talk Huck all day, except I can't say much. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a clip right there. You say, except I can't say much. <laughs> Dude, my lights keep going out. At, Ooh, so you guys dealt with the fires like... Um, Is that your wife messing with us? I hope so. That would be great. That would be hilarious. No, um... So you guys in L.A. Uh, just recently dealt with a lot of the fires. Uh, California, Oregon, I mean, everywhere was burning uh, just last month, right? Um, we just got one again here in, yeah. in Irvine, in Orange County. This is, we had a little bit of ash from the ones up north, but today I was outside, and it's just I'm getting covered with ash. This is the closest to my recollection here in Huntington Beach that we've had this close of a big fire. It's kind of crazy. How, how did you guys fare um, last month? Well, I, I got really, you know, first time mother, I grabbed my little guy. My dad was here to help because my mom can't get in the country. Mm. So I just took both of them. We flew to Dallas, rented a truck and drove to Louisiana just to, because the air, you know, it was just so bad, like climbing to like the 300, like 20, 40 is normal. You know, LA is usually like close to a hundred, which is bad air quality wise. Yeah. Um. I mean, you know, we were lucky we didn't, you know, we were just the bad air for us and just like the panic. Yeah, a lot of people lost their homes and stuff too. Which yeah. It's terrible, obviously. But um, it's crazy. It's wild. Like you do, you know, you do what feels right. A lot of people are getting out of LA. It's just, it's been really, it's been really heavy here. And yeah. Um, what did you guys do? 
Well, for me, I mean, being by, um, I'm real close to the beach. So most days it kind of gets blown away. Um, like, like I said, today I had ash coming in just by opening up my window. So I'm just closing the windows and running the air conditioning Bye. best I can. I mean, staying inside and yeah. drinking with you. That's what, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, that <was> <laughs> How about uh, you got those air filters? Those no, I don't. Going. You know, I, I had uh, uh, Kyle Gas from Tenacious D on the show last month when the fires were going. He's like, oh, should get the air purifiers. And I, I made the joke, but it was, it was legitimate. I always thought you're supposed to have air purifiers in your, in your bedroom when you're a teenage kid smoking pot so your mom doesn't smell it. <laughs> you're and, such a bad boy. <laughs> no, especially you guys, don't you have like humidifiers going? Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, for, for vocals and stuff, like in dressing rooms and stuff, you definitely, yeah, yeah. that's what you need. So you're going to go play the piano later. You got you to gotta stand in front of a humidifier. Do you have a steam shower? Do you have a steam shower? You need a steam shower. If you don't have one in your house already. <laughs> steam shower is great for vocals as well as hangovers. I, I can attest to this. You go sit in a steam shower the day after a hangover and just sweat it all out. It, it's painful, but you feel 100% better afterward. Yeah. Man, that and have to do like any, any, um, did you ever do, not that, that would be weird if you did that actually. Did you ever do like ice baths <laughs> just to chill out after a show? Just like, uh, <laughs> well, not after zombie. a show, not after a show, but we definitely like, um, I don't know if, uh, in all your travels, have you been to Helsinki in Finland? I have been to Helsinki. So in and the middle of the winter, they, they, they're first of all huge karaoke like every every bar is a karaoke bar there it's amazing so i always have fun getting drunk there karaoke bar hit it up make an ass out of myself in front of everybody it's great and then you know but the next day you go in and it's dark all day every day in the winter and you go into these saunas and they have like these big houses that have a bar in them they've got a sauna over here and then they have they have a door that opens from the sauna it goes directly out to the lake so what you're supposed to do, get your ass super sweaty from the, from the sauna, sweat it all out, and then run and jump into the lake. And I'm talking <laughs> Helsinki in the middle of the winter. It's, uh, that's ice you, right there. Oh, you're, it's, you wake up. I mean, you, <laughs> there's no other option. Your body gets hit with so much adrenaline, you have no other option <laughs> but to, like, wake the fuck back up. It's amazing. And then you feel like 100%. You, you, and then you go, they don't make it hard for you you can go right back to the bar after you feel better and just start drinking yeah you're like <laughs> i don't want to catch a cold so here's some vodka <laughs> yeah it cleans everything right <laughs> you come from a russian family you, get, you, there must have been, you come from a russian family there must have been vodka on the dinner table constantly right yeah i got some right now and i have a sauna in the in the backyard <laughs> there you go <laughs> run back and forth <laughs> so last couple things before i let you go so i read somewhere and you can correct me if i'm wrong off you know have you watched uh side note have you watched uh the uh what's that what's it fucking called uh the social dilemma have you watched that on netflix yet no i haven't okay watch it and then never look at your phone again is what happens um <laughs> it talks about like uh all the misinformation on the internet that's out there and oh, everyone gets yeah, a bunch of yeah, misinformation yeah, okay. how fast it goes so i i only bring that up to say like if i'm wrong on any of this stuff i blame the internet um so you you trained in mixed martial arts was that um 
Was that before your role as Huck? Have you always trained in mixed martial arts or is that something new um, that you wanted to get more into action roles? Yeah, no, I did this, you know, when I, you know, when I got to America, that was sort of, you know, what I got into when I was training and competing and, you know, free sparring championships and all that good stuff. So I started start training from black belt, never got it. Uh, it's not too I, late. It's not too late. Yeah. You know what? I, I thought about that when I got into hug stuff. I'm like, you know, it's kind of embarrassing to say that. It's like you either got a black belt or you didn't. Like I was training for the black belt. Give oh, if it, me makes a you, it makes you feel better. I, I did karate <laughs> in grade school and I got to a orange belt, I think. So I mean. Uh, <laughs> orange pumpkin. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. perfect. It's yeah. Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> So you said that's why I like Halloween so much because you got that orange belt, right? Exactly. And hey, funny enough, my son's favorite color is orange. What? Go figure. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, so I, I bring that up though because uh, so you said you started when you came to the states, and you said you came to the states when you're like 13. So you're starting mixed martial arts in your teenage years, correct? Yeah, up to like you know, like college, and and then. You know, and then what happened? Then, you know, I started getting more dancey things and Indian dance and all that. And then, I, you know, Nina came around and was all in my head, you know, mm -hmm. like everything was like and just it was such a heady role. And I was that's all I wanted to get back to. And so it took it took some time, you know, like I would like record little videos at home of me, like doing nunchucks. I'm like, guys, sending it to my agents. I'm like, here's my nunchuck demo. I can fight like I'm not just, you know. <laughs> Um, do you have any um, of that? Do you, do you still have those demos and stuff? Does your agency have them that still send them out? Yeah, yeah, you want to do that on. Yeah, I, I want to see that. I want to see that. <laughs> I want to see you being a badass with some nunchucks, like your best Bruce Lee imp uh, impersonation. <laughs> no, I have like my whole gi on and like it's, it's kind of cheesy. But no, that's it's... fucking fantastic. I got to see that. <laughs> Maybe not for the show, but when we see each other in person, I got to see that. <laughs> that's fantastic so what i said mixed martial arts was it did you go straight to mma or was there a specific uh, martial art that you started with and then started kind of branching out i did i did um kung fu and back in europe and then i did uh tiger shulman's karate you know it was karate and the whole umbrella of you know we boxed and we did and then I branched off into dance. <laughs> they those go hand in hand. It's so funny. I I do. Yeah, moving. You, you're yeah, out. you're using your whole body. It's it's a lot about rhythm. It's a lot about muscle memory, right? I mean, I don't know. I'm not really a. It's an all MMA the same guy. thing. You're all the same. It doesn't yeah. matter what. You're doing. Is it? Is it? What is it? Fighting, fucking, and dancing. Like they're all, <laughs> they're all. That, that I, it should be. A, is there a way to say dancing with an F? Because then it would be the three Fs. And uh, frolicking? No. <laughs> frolicking falls under fucking, I think. <laughs> You're thinking of the other F, the fornicating? Fornicating? Frolicking is like leaping in the air. So it's just FFD. Fighting, fucking, and dancing. <laughs> FFD. That's cool. We'll call it, yeah. Holy it involves the whole body and it's, it's all about the motions and everything like that. It's fun. So do you, oh do you still do some of that stuff That's to stay in What's that? I'm like, I'm just letting the people know that we had too much tequila not to take us too seriously. <laughs> oh no, that's that's what the show's, it's, it's obviously- Oh, you're almost 
not empty. I'm empty. Hey. I'm, I'm, okay. where, no, no, where no, are no, you no. at? Wait, wait, where are you at? I, I think I won. I won. Yeah, I had to like pace. I think it's the ice. I finished it and the ice melted. Oh, hmm. <laughs> likely excuse, likely excuse. <laughs> so do you do those, how are you staying fit though under the COVID? Are you doing some of the mixed martial arts? Is that, is that now something that you like, uh, is it something that you can still do to uh, stay in shape for all your roles and just, you know, life in general? I mean, did, I mean it was so hefty. It gets really heavy because she's a Marine and all, all uh, into all um, the fight training. And I mean, uh, so I was doing that on the show for like five months on, a, you know, off and on set. And, you know, like the little boys keep us busy. I mean, that's my workout chasing the three year old around the house. Oh, I, yeah, I can I could uh, I could sympathize with that. I could sympathize with that. Daddy? I, I try to, you know, yeah, uh, as I said. Well, I do, I, you know, I just try and stay active, to be honest, at this point. Um, I golf, and that, that, I started off with the, with the most one that everyone laughs at, like, golf isn't where you If you walk the fucking course, you burn a lot of cor calories, so I fucking walk <laughs> the course, all right? Uh, oh, so you don't have to have a golf cart? No, I mean, I do when I, when I know I'm going to be drinking <laughs> I a lot, I, I get the golf cart, which is very, like, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. But it does in my head for some reason. If I'm going to drink a lot, I take the golf cart. If I'm going to walk, I don't. Which, you know, you shouldn't be driving, I guess, really. But it's it's on the golf course. It's not on the street. Yeah. Bless your heart. Yeah. <laughs> so you I got... Life is all about making good decisions, as Hug would say. I like that. But we're, we'll put that, like, as oh, a... No, we're going to put a bubble. Good. We're going to put a bubble on, uh, like, a comic book bubble on your mouth right there. It's all about making good decisions. <laughs> but so I, I back to that golf surf tennis i do some kickboxing but i don't spar i'm a i'm a i'm a pussy i don't i don't spar i don't want to i don't want to mess with the merchandise here right you know it's it's i like yeah. to keep, i like to i like to stay pretty Sneak tattoos yeah you know i just exactly i don't i, I don't want to spar but i like hitting bags <laughs> and kicking and punching so i, I enjoy that uh, what else? And then every once in a while, I'll just do like a random workout at the house. I set up a little gym in my house. I don't know about you, but like, you take a, you take like one room in the house. You only got one kid, right? So he's got his room, and then I took the other room for the presumptual second kid that we're never that gonna. That could have been a toy room instead. You put really fuck that. Like, he's got an, he's got the whole house. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that. The kid's got the whole house. You know how it is with a three year old. You try and confine him to a space. It ain't gonna happen. They run the whole fucking house. <laughs> and then. Johnny also has the bar. I mean, you have a lot of areas for yourself there. A little selfish. Yeah, I am. I am. I mean, <laughs> I did name the show Drinks with Johnny, too. I mean, I, I don't know if anyone's really catching on to this yet. Well, but... The skeleton and the clown is for the kid, right? It's like, it's oh, not... dude, I just turned that on. <laughs> do you, I didn't know if you could see it, so I, I film in two different ways. Do you, want to, do you want to see the clown? Should I bring out the clown real quick? I'll bring out the clown. All right, let's see. Oh he was boy. working. He was working earlier. Let's see if he works again. I'm gonna get spooked. Do you have a, a paranoia let me, of clowns? Let me have an empty before. Another empty. Another empty glass. I'm ready for the clown. Oh, I'm so sorry. This never happens. He's not performing. <laughs> I, I. Oh, here it goes. Oh. <laughs> 
Is that your hand moving you? No. Is it like a puppet? It's not a puppet. I did not I stick my hands. I did. I. You can't hear me now. No, the clown. Can you hear the? clown? That's pretty good. He comes out of a clown mask, and it's actually a zombie. Yeah. Right. What he said. What he says. You probably can't hear it right now. He actually says, uh, I've, I feel so much better without my makeup on. He's taking his makeup off. Oh, that's deep. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of Like I said, Halloween, Halloween just <laughs> happened, everybody. I'm enjoying this. And obviously so, for me, uh, Halloween's so, a wonderful time, time of year for me. You, so you, you don't like to wear makeup, right? Is that what we're taking away from it? <laughs> the clown doesn't. I used to wear makeup all the time. I don't know how much history you know about Avenged Sevenfold. But there was a time when we used to wear a lot of makeup. It was a real thing. And I used to have black eyeliner, did it myself, white face, dripped down my face and everything. Then, uh, you know, just got a little older and had to stop doing it. Do, uh, you know, be mature and get, bring the decorations in. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So <laughs> I'm going to, we're going to end this show in a second. Ooh, with a... We're going to do a so. shot of, of, Don, of Don Julio 1942. That's what we're going to oh, do. I appreciate that. Look at you. You remember. Of course. Do you always do I'm not, that? I'm not that drunk yet. Do you always do that or is this special? No, this is special. I've never done this. Okay. Oh, I and I, and I will be sending you um, to the same address. I have... I don't know if you can see it there. Drinks with Johnny's shot glasses. Ooh, I love that. I will send you, I will send you a few. It's for you and your husband to enjoy. Uh, when Thank the kid you. goes to sleep, you can, you know, give yourself a nice little couple of shots and, and uh, go about the rest of your day. <laughs> or night, rather, yeah. depending on when he goes to bed, right? Um, so before we take this shot, I just want to just re remind everyone, you can find more Annette Mahendru um, by following her on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It's all Annette Mahendru um, at Easy Enough to Find. You also have a .com, right? And a... a do you, are you still actively doing your blog from there? Oh gosh, my blog, my healthy blog. Do I look healthy to you, Johnny? <laughs> you do, like no, health, you look great. Like, you absolutely- My healthy hobbies. Yeah. <laughs> well, this was not one of your healthy hobbies, but I'm sure you have <laughs> plenty others because you still look great. You're you know, a mother of a, of a three-year-old, acting, super busy. Again, thanks so much for the time. You look fucking great. So uh, everyone go, go check out the, you can check out her healthy blog, even if she's shitting on it right now. You just go check out the healthy blog. Oh, I'm it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm she's not gonna... healthy right now. I'm gonna go for like a walk and. <laughs> you're not um, going for a walk, you're going for a stumble. Let's be honest, you're going for a stumble after this episode. <laughs> cheers my friend, thank you so much. Cheers, thank you so much for being on. You. Cheers, and everybody, <laughs> cheers. All right, we'll have to do this again sometime very soon in person. Everybody, go check out The Walking Dead, World Beyond, Annette Mahendro. Also, go check out her role um, as Nina on The Americans. We talked a little bit about that. Fantastic. Make sure you check that out. Thanks again, Annette. This was fucking awesome, and I really can't wait to do this in person with you. Have a play date, whatever it is, with or without the cameras. A threesome, as you said, with your, with your husband. <laughs> And we'll have some drinks and have a good but, time but about first it. First, we'll do the play date, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, and then we put a. <laughs> or after. 
Doctor. That, that, yeah, that's that, that's very specific. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah, that's perfect. All right, everyone. Thanks again for checking out the episode. Cheers. And that'll just about do it for this week's episode of Drinks with Johnny. Thank you so much for checking out the episode. If you like what you heard, please leave us a rating and review and subscribe right here to the podcast. Really appreciate you. I really appreciate you listening. And I really appreciate Annette Mahandrew for hanging out once again. That was so much fun. Great chat. New friend. Fantastic time. Make sure you guys are over at drinkswithjohnny.com. We got a lot of new items over there. Everything you need for your bar, everything you need for your shirts, everything you need for your kids to go to school wearing. We have it all. It's hilarious. We also have a mask where you can look like yours truly right on there. It's a gator mask. You got to wear a mask going out, doing everything. Why not look like yours truly, Johnny Christ? <laughs> it's pretty fucking hilarious over there. So just head over to drinkswithjohnny.com. We'll see you next time right here on Drinks with Johnny. Cheers. Hey, this is Chris Swinney, formerly of the Ataris and currently host of That One Time on Tour, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Have you ever wondered what it's really like on the road? The highs can be euphoric, but the lows can be crushing. Join me every week as I chat with industry pros about what it's like living out their wildest dream and in some cases, their worst nightmare. Past guests of the show include members of NoFX, Pennywise, Bad Religion, and more. Listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hello, Tom May here, host of Future Friday. I've spent the last 15 years on the road with my band, The Menzingers, where I've met all kinds of wild and fascinating people. So I started a podcast. On Future Friday, I talked to fellow musicians about the moments that made them, their passions outside of music, and the curiosities that tie us all together. I've also talked to the likes of UFO researchers, magicians, soldiers, and documentary filmmakers, and I'm constantly searching for folks that can shape and change our view of the world. You can check out Future Friday wherever you like.